0: I don't know. We need another chair.
1: There's bits in the back there. You want to go get it?
2: Oh.
0: I was going to give him my chair. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. We're happy to see you all this morning and glad you could make it here to join us this morning. I am going to call our business meeting this morning to order, and we are going to start this morning with an opening hymn, so if you would turn in your hymnals to hymn 276, all are welcome. We are just going to be singing verses 1, 4, and 5, and then we'll have our opening prayer by Michael.
3: Lord. This congregation is embarking on an adventure of ministry that comes once in a lifetime. Today they have the opportunity to minister to your people through a windfall of funds from the sale of their property. This is a time of deliberation, of prayer, of listening to each other and you. Bring our hearts and minds together with the outpouring of your Holy Spirit on each person here. Let them be mindful of what the sale means for the people who need affordable housing. Let them be mindful of their community, both here in Olathe and in the world we live in. Help them to listen together in openness and honesty, truly hearing what each person has to say, giving each person a chance to share what is on their hearts and minds. Help them come to an understanding of this opportunity for ministry and a mutually satisfying use of these funds for reaching out to the many needs in the world today. Give them each the wisdom of your great and ministering spirit. Give them each the heart peace that is in Christ to negotiate with each other. Give them each the great love you have for your people as they discuss together. Lord, make all aware of your presence in this meeting. Lord, live in us today. In the peace of Christ, I pray, amen.
0: You received via email last week a copy of the minutes from both the October 15th, 2017 business meeting and the September 23rd, 2018 business meeting. Those are also in your packets that you received this morning, so I will give you just a minute to check and see if you would like to make any corrections to those meetings, minutes. Does anyone have any corrections that need to be made in your speed reading? If there are no corrections, the minutes will stand approved as distributed. We are going to turn the meeting over now to Bruce Ryder.
4: As is the tradition in our business meetings throughout the Mission Center. The Mission Center presidency officers want to extend greetings to you uh, and share a few thoughts. Um, Donna uh, was in contact with me this week and was gonna be out of town and the others were, uh, Kat and Don were tied up in other places too, so they asked, uh, they asked me to come and share uh, just a few thoughts with you wanted to remind us about the Mission Center Conference that's scheduled for October the 27th up at the Highlands Congregation and would encourage you to uh, to attend that. I believe I'm correct in saying that the activities are gonna begin about 10 o'clock. Does anybody know anything different than that? Uh, and so uh, would, would again invite you to attend that. We will be voting. For our delegation to the world conference at that at that uh, mission center conference, so want to encourage you to participate in that part uh, that important part of activities in our in our mission center. Um, I went on the mission center website uh, this this week. I don't know how many of you drop in on that every now and then but it's it's a it's has good information and would invite you to, to look at that occasionally just update yourself on things that are happening I, I know I picked up on two or three things that I wasn't aware of so I would uh, would encourage you to do that from time to time well we want to uh, want to open up um nominations and some conversation about uh, the pastorate for the 2019 uh, year. Um, we previously have been notified that, uh, that Brad and June, Laura, Ali, and Shane have put their names in and uh, wish to be nominated for our pastorate team for 2019. Um, are there any other uh, persons or groups that, that would uh, would like to put their names in at this time as well to be considered? Hearing none, uh, I'll accept a, a nomination for uh, the five that were mentioned to be our pastors for next year. Mark Binns moves. Is there a second? Uh, Miles. At this time, I'm going to uh, ask each one of them to come up individually to make a statement to the congregation, um, and they are—they were completely unaware that we were going to do that this morning, and so uh, we'll we'll invite them to to share a statement with us. Brad,
5: thank you, Bruce, and, and thank you, everyone, for uh, placing your your trust in me and in us. I. Uh, so I thought about what I might say. I thought back to the first time I ever ran for anything to be elected, and that was in sixth grade. I, uh, I ran to be uh, president, uh, the school president. It was a kindergarten through sixth grade, Edith Unsworth Elementary School. And my sister suggested that part of my platform would be free ice cream bars at lunch for everyone. <laughs> and I, that's, I included that in my speech. Um, fortunately, I did not get elected. Someone else. With a better promise made it in. But uh, I don't want to overpromise, but I will promise that I will do my best. I, I love this congregation. I've been here 21 years. Um, and I, I feel uh, the, the love returned to me. And uh, I feel very blessed to have the opportunity to just share with each of you. And I, I appreciate the willingness that all of you have to uh, participate in the growth of this congregation to uh, the, the willingness you have to reach out to people that are sitting next to you and to, to care for them and uh, just uh, looking forward to this next year and as always, uh, all of your suggestions are, are welcome and your participation is greatly needed. Thank you.
1: Good morning. Well, as Brad said, I've been here the same 21 years that he has, and this has been and continues to be a congregation that I love very, very much. Pastor was probably not something I ever expected or aspired to, but um, when I was asked and when that trust was placed in me, I knew Immediately that it was something I would say yes to. Um, And the only reason I know it's been six years, I'm not really keeping track, but it has been six years because um, when Pat said the setting apart prayer, she dated it. (laughs) So, and I keep that prayer, and she um, gave me a copy and dated it. And I keep that close. I know exactly where it is, and read Pat's words during the good times and during the bad times. Not that there's too many bad times. (laughs) Um, And uh, it brings me great comfort when she speaks on behalf of the congregation of the trust and the love that is returned. Um, And I want to thank you all so much for that. I look forward to another year um, and hope that I can meet the expectations that are that are that are there. Thank you so much. Um. Well, Steve and I have
0: literally spent our entire marriage in this congregation. We started attending here about six to nine months before we got married, so um, our entire adult life really has been here. Um, and I've been in this congregation longer than any others, just because um, growing up there were several times where my parents were asked to move and start church plants other places. So this is actually the congregation that I've attended the longest, and. Um, Many of you sitting in this room have been through a lot of ups and downs with Steve and I um, as we worked to create the amazing family that we have now. So to say that you have my heart would be a huge, um, gross understatement because um, my love for this congregation is extremely immense and for each of you in this room, um, which is probably um, the sole reason that with a freshman in high school and two fourth graders involved in so many activities that I'm also willing to say yes to being pastor for another year. Um, but I do love this congregation so much and um, I feel the um, the weight of your needs so often um, each Sunday morning as we're driving into church and Saturday night as I'm pre- preparing and throughout the week as I'm receiving um, prayer requests to send out via email. Um, I take each of those to heart and think about them so much and just want you to know that um, I'm blessed to work as a pastor team, but know that uh, my thoughts and my prayers are with you all so much, and I feel blessed that you are willing to put your support in me and our team for another year.
6: prepared to share anything. I'm I'm very humbled. Um, And at the same time, really excited to serve all of you. If you can't tell from the blessing companion, I'm massively into quotes. And so if this gives you an indication where my heart has been lately, I wanted to quickly share one. This is one that's um, been resonating with me as we are preparing to step into this team and I hope it helps you understand how much inspiration means to me and how much I hope that you feel inspired and empowered in this congregation. So here's the quote that's been with my heart lately. If you want to build a ship, don't drum up people to collect wood and don't assign them tasks and work, but rather teach them to long for the endless immensities of the sea. And that is what I hope I can help do in this congregation.
7: uh, It's been, well, uh, about nine, ten years since I was up here last in the same situation. Um, gosh, has it been that long? And uh, <coughs> that time that since uh, that I've stepped out of the pastorate and, and now plan to step back in has been refreshing, renewing, and has helped me to... Um, just fall more deeply in love with this congregation. I am uh, overwhelmed uh, with the love and support that my family has always received from this congregation. I am uh, very um, aware of the, the shoes that have worn we, that have <coughs> stood up here and, and have have worn the, the hallways down, the carpets down walking through here and uh, praying over the people that has, the, the folks who sit up here on, on the dais, as well as Mary, who has served in this role for seven years, I have to acknowledge um, the amazing, wonderful uh, spirit that you've always done that with, and I appreciate everything that you have brought to the pastorate over the last seven years, so thank you, Mary. Um, this is my home congregation. It's, there's, there's no other way to say it. I've been a part of this congregation for almost my whole life. Uh, that presents an interesting challenge sometimes, because sometimes, um, and through no fault of your own, uh, there are people who see me as a kid still. <laughs> I'm forty-one, guys.
8: That
7: never ends. I know, I know.
1: Um,
7: as an adult uh in this congregation, I've learned so much about what it means to be a disciple. Um, so much about what it means to uh be a minister, uh and alongside my amazing partner. Uh I've learned what it means to serve. Uh, I did not think that I was going to be jumping back into the pastoral team as quickly as I was. Uh, But over the last year, um, as Allie and I have talked and um, prayed together and just thrown ourselves at this church with a lot of energy, um, there was a sense that we could do even more. And I didn't wanna listen to that voice. I didn't wanna, I wanted to ignore that and say, yeah, you should do more, Allie. Um, I'll cheer you on from the sides. But the truth is, is that uh, I always find strength in numbers, and especially when one of those numbers is her. Uh, I'm humbled and honored to be considered uh, for the leadership of this congregation. I have loved this congregation for my whole life, and I uh, humbly accept this nomination.
4: Thank you, to each one of you, for your statements this morning. We will uh, we will at this time uh, vote on this slate of pastors as a, as a whole, uh, and ask you that if you're willing to support them in their in their uh, role as pastors for 2019, to please stand. Thank you. That's unanimous. You may be seated. Shane, uh, Shane did uh, uh, share a couple thoughts about, about Mary and, and the leadership that she's provided for quite a while uh, this, this time. And uh, we, we appreciate very much all that she's given to, to the congregation. Uh, would ask you to please give her a round of applause.
5: for the real fun stuff um i don't know how many of you are aware but shane and i have been uh hosting a podcast series uh as we're getting ready for the blessing and if you're interested in podcasts i i uh, highly recommend this podcast series because it's the only one that i'm a co-host of uh in the episode that was published on friday we interviewed Janae Grover, Apostle Grover, and talked to her uh, about a, a wide range of things, and I, I think it's a pretty interesting interview with her. But we, we spoke with her about her journey of becoming a member of the church, and uh, her, her parents were, of course, members, and actually her great-grandparents were members. But she talked about how she was so excited after her baptism to be able to attend her first business meeting and how important it was for her that she could vote in the process. And I think it's pretty interesting, and I hope we all uh, attend and pay attention and have that same kind of excitement that Janae had as an eight-year-old when she was able to cast her first vote, because this is very interesting stuff that we are now going to get into. We're going to have the presentation and the vote on the 2019 budget. Uh, Bob Billings and Steve Beckman are going to walk us through this uh, interesting stuff so I appreciate your attention and your interest and uh, you'll have a chance to ask questions and any clarifications and we will have a chance to vote on it and and approve it and with that I'm not sure who's going to start but one of these two fine gentlemen.
9: I think I'll start. Um, so I wanted to give you, like we've done in the past, uh, This is a 2018 contribution. So this is um, a graph that I put together that has our contributions year to date. Um, the two different colors are the difference between our, uh, the green is our contributions and the yellow ones is our total. So it, increase, it includes rentals and other things like that. And then the blue line is our um, goal to kind of get to our 2018, 2018 budget. So that's just a graph of how we're doing against that. It's, um, let's look at the next page. And this this is a comparison of um, the last four years. So the bottom one in red is 2018 this year. Green is 2017, 2016, 2015. So you can just see historically our giving over the last, last four years. Um, any qu- questions on those? OK. I just wanted that for visibility as we go into um, the next part, which is our budget. This uh, is the same information that you've got um, there in in your uh, in your packet. So um, it includes on the leftmost side um, a proposed 2019 budget. Um, column B is what we have projected the year will look like based on column C, which is our year-to-date numbers. And then column D is our 2018 budget that we had approved. And E was our totals for 2017. So kind of use those pieces of information from 2017, what we think our 2018 year-to-date and projected are to um, take a look at what our 2019 budget is. So as you can see from that, um, year to date, we've received a little close to $79,000. Our our contributions usually pick up a little bit towards the end of the year. Um, And so we've estimated that this year, we'd probably receive close to $110,000 for 2018. Any questions on the income side of things? Okay. let's move down to the, to the outflow so you can you can see that um, this is our administrative outflows. Um, you can see the numbers right now. we've got um, things our typical expenses office supplies our mission center allocation we were asked to leave it the same this year Yes, for 2019 for 2019. And um, we have the World Church Pledge in there also, which we had in our budget last year. One note on the, the 2018
10: World Church Pledge, it still says zero. I just haven't written that check yet. So that was a reminder to myself as we were reviewing to, to write that out.
9: Any questions on that section? Okay, Uh, maybe next Christian education. You can see the expenses there and facility. Uh, Let's see, yeah, let's just do Christian education. That's been pretty straightforward in the past. Um, We do have the, what was the large number this year? Why that one was 915 versus our budget of 200. You told me that in the Christian education. Yes, the. Sunday school one. I think it was just the Sunday school materials. Okay, which we purchased this year, but don't plan to purchase again next year. Is Kind of in every other.
7: Just a, what's that? Uh, just a quick question. Yep. did do, do supplies for the teachers come out of that that line item, the Sunday school line item?
10: Yeah, if they submit them for reimbursement.
7: Okay, they have to submit them for reimbursement, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that's a true
9: statement for everything else here, too. Yeah. So we'll you'll, you'll see some things that come in, that activities that happened months ago, and we get receipts for them late. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go to the facility expense. So as you can see there, um, some of our bigger ticket items fall into those areas. Right now, our uh, equipment and repair, we're a little behind our budget. Um, insurance is in line. Um, let's see. Uh, we did some things to reduce the telephone this year, I think. Is that correct?
10: Yeah, the telephone is telephone internet, so we have uh, AT&T for internet and that's around $40 a month. And then for the phone, we switched to Vonage, I think, I want to say about two years ago, and so it's a little over 50 a month, which is a pretty good rate for a business line, because if we had AT&T for the business line, it's around 70. So it's in other years, it's been close to 100, so we've managed to work that down just through different options that are now available.
9: And also on the electricity, we've done a little more um, looking closer at the thermostats and some utilizing some of that data to try to reduce our expense there and project that a little lower for next year. But other than that, not a lot of changes. Yes, Bruce? On the
4: equipment repair line, the, the number that's budgeted for 2018 and now for 2019 proposed, $8,000, is that based on that we've done we've for particular items you probably know where I'm going with this particular items that need, to be, need to be repaired because in another conversation I think we uh, we're not double dipping I'm sure yeah that's correct
9: okay Tyson do you want to address that uh, yeah I can I can try <laughs> Oops.
11: Um, no we don't we don't actually have any specific things targeted right now um, some things have come up here in the last uh, couple weeks um, regarding some maintenance items around the building and uh, particularly outside with the parking lot lights that we've been we started to talk about but really have no plans yet to act on but to answer your question that $8,000 we have not earmarked anything for that at this point
10: and one thing on that, Bruce, in 2017, we had to rep-
9: replace one of the
10: AC units up on the roof here, so that was a big chunk of that money.
9: Yeah, that's probably the big variable there is, you know, one of those replacements can be pretty significant. So we wanted to make sure we had enough um, budgeted if those type of items came up. But so we, that
11: yeah, yeah, right. Forward, right. Well, I is, is I'm sorry, is the, so we just replaced, or not replaced, but we just fixed the sign outside. I don't know, is that included
7: in this as well? No.
10: I'd, because I don't have
7: that in here yet. So okay, okay, never, never mind. Yep. But, the, but that would come from? That would come yes. from. Yes, yeah. yeah. So
9: if you look, it's it's there, in from, uh, down on the column C, down at the bottom is what our current checking account is and our current investment pool A balance. So. 30 around thirty one thousand dollars in our checking account and about a 110 in our investment pool and to be honest that checking account balance is really where we kind of keep track to make sure that the money that's coming in which you see is a little less correlates with the money that's going out so that's kind of our real litmus test of if we're having to with if we're maintaining
7: so you you keep it at around thirty thousand dollars it's
10: it's anywhere between 20 and 30 it's that's kind of high right now, I would say. Um, one thing is the insurance hasn't come out. Um, it's actually supposed to come out quarterly, and I, I thought it was, but I, now I saw it was zero in there, I don't think they've been taking it out. So, okay. so we have $110,000 in capital
12: reserve plus $30,000 in checking. Yeah, that is correct. So I'm kind of curious why we been spending on repair, some things that really need to be done in the congregation we've got $110,000 capital. So... Anyway, that's just a point.
9: Yeah, Yeah, I think that point's a valid point. I think as we have needs, um, again, we always vet those against, um, for instance, the discussion of the lights, what's our return on investment, some of those kind of things. But um, there is capital there that we could do things if we had um, the needs.
3: going to ask everyone to please wait for the mic so that I can hear you to take minutes and so that it'll pick up on the recorder. Thank
7: you. Well, additionally, there are two mics on the sides, and I'm gonna, Kevin. Can you give me the? Do we have a third wireless that I can use that I can run?
8: Hey Shane, why <laughs> did she get the mic? Sorry, sorry. Curve, <laughs> uh, just a, a question regarding kind of following up on Fran's point. Um, my understanding is, is that in order to draw money out of, those, out of the World Church investment pool to use for any purposes, we have to have permission to do that. Now the question is this, and I, that's irrelevant, but my point is this. The way we have it set up for maintenance, it's use it or lose it in each calendar year which, in my estimation, we really need to have a sinking fund that allows us to take whatever the carryover is from one year and add it to the budget for the next year so that we don't have to draw money from the investment pool you know, at any point in time. And, and the fact is, maintenance is simply deferred. It's, it doesn't go away. And if there are things that need to be done, but we simply have not gotten around to doing them, we need to make sure that we have adequate funding so that Tyson has the ability to do those, make those repairs without having to come back and ask for additional authorization. That's
9: a fair comment.
7: Thanks,
11: Brian. Question maybe for Tyson. What's with the lights? I came by one morning, I noticed Troy was working here, but the sign light was flashing. That's what I noticed. I didn't notice the parking lot lights. Do we? What's the issue there? Okay. I deal with this all the time at Heritage Plaza. Yeah. So the you're right. The the, the sign out front there was an issue with um, the bulbs and the towers were recently replaced. Um, unfortunately, this is no longer city so it's cost The church much. If anybody's been here um, at night, um, several of the lights are out. Uh, working with a, an electrical company now um, to come out and either replace the bulbs if it is just a bulb, or possibly replace the ballast. Um, and they've also given us um, a couple of quotes to replace those lights with LED lights that would have a significant energy savings over the next couple of years, um, plus increase the output. Um, On the low end, uh, we give us 30% more uh, light in the parking lots. On the upper end, it would double the output of lights in the parking lot. So um, we just got those quotes on Friday, so we're still investigating um, which direction we want to go on that. Um, But yeah, we we definitely will have um, lights in the parking lot um, here really soon, whether we just replace bulbs or do an upgrade.
9: Any other discussion on the facility expenses? Okay, Um, let's see, the leadership, personnel, and maybe worship materials. These are all pretty much in line with what we've spent over the last kind of averaging out over the last couple years, but are there any questions on any of those? Show the
10: I'll add one item on there. The on the worship materials, we were over budget on that. That was mainly for the the new books in the back of the fuse. That was to cover that cost. How about
4: the heralds
10: in every home? Yeah, on that one, that was a little accounting issue there. So that the number of the seventeen. That go? There it is. 17, 1800 or so. Yes, yeah, it's lower down. Uh, that it is around that 17 dollars dollars per year. We got the numbers late last week before or after Bob had already done this calculation. Uh, it's it's kind of hidden how it actually is billed. Hidden's not the best word, but it's just withdrawn in the, as with the other World Church contributions, but it's not flagged anything differently, so I had to do a report to figure out which ones were Harold and home versus just contributions.
9: So that year-to-date really ought to be a different number. Yeah, is that correct?
10: the The year-end should be close to that seventeen sixty-eight we have there, so it's going to be
9: accurate. Okay, let's go down to the bottom. So that um, puts our total outflows um, budgeted at around one hundred and twelve thousand dollars. Any other questions on this budget?
12: Just, just a comment. Um, I know people in other congregations, and I just wanna, and and often they're very much in the dark about what the budgets are, and a lot of times, the financial officer is the person that's keeping information from them. That happens, that's that's true stuff. I just wanna commend Bob, you, and Steve for uh, the work you do. Because I think you keep us apprised, oftentimes things in the bulletin, and I think that's important for a successful operation.
10: Thanks, Brandon, we'll add one thing. So we've started an, an audit process, so we are getting audited each year by it's, uh, we worked with Gary Dodson, who's a church member, but just gone through an official formal process, so we'll make sure we're legit.
9: Other questions? Do uh, we go back to a motion to approve.
5: Is it too late to get like ice cream for everybody every Sunday into it? (laughs) Uh, I guess we should, at this point, if there's no other discussion, uh, entertain a motion to approve the budget. Okay, Alan, do we have a second? Mark? Um, All those in favor of approving the budget as presented, please show a hand. Any opposed? Same signal. You have to be baptized to vote, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kindle tried to vote against it, I don't know why, but we're not going to count it.
2: She wants the ice cream,
5: that makes sense. So we will consider that passed. Um, now, our the second portion of our business meeting is scheduled to start at 1020, and I know that there are some people who are planning just to be here in time for that. So we are going to uh, adjourn for a short time and give you the opportunity to do what you do best, and that's visit and fellowship with each other. And then we will re-adjourn at uh, 10.20. Re-adjourn, is that the right word? What's the right word? Reconvene. Reconvene, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'd like to tell you, English is a second language. Um, it appears that way sometimes. So we will reconvene at 10.20. Thank you.